Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City. And I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 100 of Keep Them Coming. I've officially made it to 100 episodes. And I'm going to go ahead and call this the end of season one. I just never switched over to season two. So episode 101 will be the start of season two of Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I fucking loved doing this episode. I interviewed Amy and Lindsay, who are two best friends that started their own podcast called The Secret Life of MILFs. If you're not familiar with a MILF, uh, I mean, you're about to find out. I mean, there's, okay, giving a little bit away of what's in the episode. We discussed what we think our definition of a MILF is, because if you just Google MILF porn... <laughs> We disagree with that label for most of the people in those films. So we can get our take on what we think the true definition of MILF is. I gave them some very practical sexual health advice and information on how to do anal properly because one of them's not so into it as I explained the whole process. If only you could have been on the Zoom call and seen the look on Amy's face. It was fucking hilarious. They have actually put out a couple of episodes since I recorded with them, and I just want to give them a special shout out because in their intro to both of their last two episodes, they were talking about their anticipation of this episode releasing and then what it was like for them the night after they recorded with me. And ladies, I just have to tell you as well. I was also horny as fuck after a conversation. For the listeners, it's not that we were talking about having sex with each other. It's just, you know, when you're talking with your friends about all these things that you've done or you want to do, you just get horny. So also, ladies, I didn't necessarily masturbate furiously after this show. I just went and had some really great sex. But yeah, I had to work out some sexual energy after we recorded this episode myself. You may need to as well. It's pretty sexy talk. So I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. But as always, feel free to send me your questions, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever, to Kristen at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. September is Sexual Health Month, so don't forget that this month's workshop on September 30th, online, is going to be Understanding Your Sexual Health. A lot of people didn't get great sex education or sexual health information as they were growing up, and adults in this world have had to become their own purveyors of sexual health information. But as a coach, I can tell you, I fill in a lot of gaps for people. So this one is sort of sex ed for adults. I'll answer all your burning questions. I'll help you demystify things. Let's just have some honest conversations about sexual health. All the participants will get the chance to send in a question via Google Forms. You can do it anonymously. But I want to answer your questions in addition to going over some of the most common topics that people come to me uh, and need advice with or more information about. Listeners of Keep Them Coming, you can get a discount Use the code KTC10 at checkout and you'll get 10% off the workshop price. 
I might even run that for future workshops just because I, hey, y'all are my favorite folks out there. You keep listening. So I want to reward you. Go to my social media, go to uh, the links in my bios and you can find that or shoot me an email and I'll send you a link for Eventbrite so you can buy tickets. You can also just go to Eventbrite and search for understanding your sexual health and you'll find it. Okay, on to this 100th episode of Keep Them Coming with Lindsay and Amy from The Secret Life of MILFs. I've got Lindsay and Amy from The Secret Life of MILFs podcast. Well, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you. I'm so excited. So Lindsay and I met on Twitter a while back. Years ago, yeah. And you are one of my favorite uh, local Twitter personalities. (laughs) No, you are one of my favorites. You stop (laughs) it. I have had like a lady boner crush on you like for years. Like, oh, I love Kristen. (laughs) Ah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I just... (laughs) I appreciate anyone who's got a good sense of humor about life and love. And you're, you're very honest about life sometimes on there. Like you'll be vulnerable, but you're funny and insightful, all the things. Yes. I have just enough trauma to be funny. (laughs) I mean, is that not the old joke? Did you have a good childhood or are you funny? funny? Exactly. Exactly. So Amy is joining us from New York. Yes. So I want to know a little bit more about each of you, just if you could each give me a quick intro about yourselves, but I want to know more about your friendship and how you got this podcast going, Secret Life of MILFs. (laughs) Uh, Well, I am, I'm Amy, I'm a hyper-emotional, married, nerdy mom of two, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I'm most definitely a lover not so much a fighter, but there are certain cases where I will make exceptions, you know, family, friends, causes that I'm passionate about, you know, like, for example, what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm just uh, enjoying this time that Lindsay and I get to spend with each other every week, virtually, yeah. of course. Yeah. And on that lover and a fighter thing, you, me, same. Yes. <laughs> I'll get tired about, about some things occasionally, but it'll take mm-hmm. a little bit to get there. So, but you're really nice up until that point. You just want to be friends. And then somebody does something and you just pop the fuck off. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. All right. I am Lindsay. I am a sober alcoholic. I've been sober for just over two years now. I have a teenager, which is bananas. Mm. I am divorced, living in sin with my partner of almost eight years. We bought a house together. And that's about as um, commitment together as I think that we're going to be. We're just going to be in debt together and that's totally fine again here you me same yeah, <laughs> like, like never getting married again unless for some reason tax wise it ex- works out well exactly tax wise insurance wise some sort of kind of grown-up-y kind of thing to make it legal to make healthcare decisions for each other maybe I could see that happening going to the courthouse but otherwise um yeah just uh Living, uh, living the Kansas City dream life, working from home in corporate America, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I can't remember if I think it was Amy's idea to do a podcast. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I don't want to be the host. I'll just be like the funny sidekick. And she's like, oh, no, if we're doing this, we're doing it. Yes. I said, okay. She's absolutely the funny one, though. And you're doing it very well. I've listened to a lot of your episodes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. In fact, when I was thinking about what I would ask you about on this show, I was like, I can't even dive into some of the things that you've gotten into on your show because there's just way too many fucking things <laughs> in a good way. I mean, in a good way. But yes, sometimes <laughs> but, it's a... But it was a, all in one episode, right? Exactly. Right. The potpourri. <laughs> My episodes are kind of like that too. I, but I think the best podcasts are the ones where it's just people having a conversation and who gives a shit where the conversation goes. I just want to be a fly on the wall for the combo. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And it, it feels authentic to our friendship as far as this is how we are just one-on-one with each other. And we, it's like inviting people in to sit with us at brunch. This is, we're going to talk about dicks. We're going to talk about sex. (laughs) We're going to talk about cringy things that we did when we were younger. We're going to bitch about our kids and talk about how much we love our kids. And, uh, say really inappropriate shit sometimes. And people really seem to like it. And people have said that it's like just sitting with you guys while you're having a conversation. Ever had someone just sitting there listening to the two two of you banter back and forth and just kind of like a tennis match watching the two of you. And then by the end, they're like, oh, fuck. Not in person, but maybe I imagine that would be what it's like if I was sitting with you two, like with a glass of wine or like just sitting on the patio enjoying a seltzer. Like (laughs) you two would probably just be a fucking blast to watch go off. And I I don't mean like go off about people, but I mean like go off about the world, you know, just have, I want you, I want to hear your commentary. Oh, I want to hear, I want to hear all the things in person when you can actually like let loose because I know even on a podcast, there are times where we've got to think about who's going to be listening to it Uh or all that shit. So yes. Yeah. There's Uh, a few things that we don't talk about for legal purposes. (laughs) And there's a few things that are brewing that, you know, some of those little secrets that can't dump them all out in the first year. Like we can't blow our load before we've gotten whole year in right because that's the whole point right you're trying to reveal what's going on behind the curtain keep Mm -hmm. them coming (laughs) that's right but okay i i've had this conversation with some clients because i had one specifically asked me because the someone on the dating app referred to her as a milf and she's like i i've heard it but i don't really understand the term and i said okay well um to me a MILF is someone who is old enough to be your mother that you would like to fuck. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. agree? I, that's how I interpret it. That I think of like Stifler's mom from yes. American Pie, mm-hmm. Mrs. Robinson. Right. Very, you know, like the, you're in high school, you're, it's your friend's mom who's hot. Yes. Yeah. And, or the neighbor lady. Yeah. Or, yeah. Something like that. Um, like a teacher. Yes. Yeah, that's old enough to be your mom. But yeah, that's the whole thing is to, is to me, it's always been in the context that they are old enough to be your parent. Same with Dilf, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely had some friends whose dad I wanted to bang the fuck out of. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh God, I had this one coach. It was my friend's uncle. I'd be like, God damn, your uncle is the best. Guy. She's like, stop talking about my <laughs> Oh shit. Ooh, oh, she hated me for that. But I'd be like, yeah, your uncle Chris, man. He could get it. <laughs> Coach, coach, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Oh my God. I was so you, hot for that coach. Seriously. <clears throat> I don't, you know, I think maybe it originally started with someone old enough to be your mom that has kids. Now I almost feel like it's an age range. Yes. So for example, or, or just someone who's just had a kid, like so much porn oh out my there God. is just, just cause they've had a kid doesn't mean they are a mill. Like, right. And that was the thing. This guy that approached her was definitely not, um, outside of her, like he was within like two or three years of her age. Right. And I was like, oh. I, I think he's kind of misconstrued that. So he's either trying to be like all hip yeah. in pop culture because, well, you know, their age. A lot of people, so many people have an older woman fetish because let's oh, be honest, geez. it is sexy as hell. An experienced woman who knows what she wants, knows how she wants it, isn't afraid to get after it. And that's mm -hmm. really hot. I think it has a lot to do with control though, too. So taking it, relinquishing it to somebody who's in a more dominant position. And let's be honest, young men love the idea of an older woman showing them the ropes and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there also an aspect of uh, way too many of them didn't grow up and some of them just want to be mothered? Yes, I think so. Yeah little oedipus rex complexes going on <laughs> these like never never land like peter pan boys that don't want to grow up they and they want the they want the madonna they want the, they whore. Want the whore it's it's wild fucking men fucking men <laughs> yeah fucking men i mean i i did find a good one but even yes. he He's good enough to even say, I'm not a great man. I know that you think I'm just great because I'm great by comparison. All I'm doing is trying to do my best. I still have lessons to learn. I'm like, that God, I want to fucking suck your dick for that. Thank right? you. I was going <laughs> to say the points for that statement alone are just sky high. The, the bar is below the surface <laughs> of the earth. Like it's literally so low. Ben, gone to the like, earth core. Yeah. Like you just have to be like a decent human being like don't be racist and like don't be sexist and we will suck your dick mm -hmm. <laughs> basically yeah you, you gotta you gotta walk the talk on that stuff yes, yes. right no fake feminist no yes. no fake anti-racist but but right no devil's advocate well actually kind of men mm. and no pick me's but I'm a no. nice guy, but I'm a nice guy. But I'm, yeah. I'm one no, of the nice no. ones. Let's mm. talk about that for a second, the whole Are pick you? me thing. Because I haven't you? really gotten the chance to talk about the whole pick me thing. Like, oh, but I'm such a nice guy. Why can't you? That whole, oh, it How is, many times did y'all hear that in your dating experiences? It's mm. grotesque. That's such a turn off because it almost feels mm, manipulative. Manipulative, mm -hmm. but also just like no confidence. Like to me, confidence and like, being comfortable with who you are and being authentic is super sexy. So yeah, the pick me stuff, it just reeks of desperation. And I'm like, nope. It's just sort of like, if you have to tell me what you are, you're not really the thing. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Show me. Show me. Don't tell me, just show me. Yeah. Just like someone shouldn't have to explain to you why the joke's funny. It's just going to be funny. Yes. You exactly. explain yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a problem for sure. No, I, it's something I've also tried to get my clients to understand the, that night, one of my clients is just so kind. She's a very, very kind soul. And so when these guys are like, come on, come on, let's go on a date. Let's, why won't you just meet me? One, it's COVID times, buster. Hello, mm -hmm. settle yeah. down. Uh, 
too. She's already like kind of trying to like date somebody, but she doesn't care if I talk about this because she's very public about this. Um, and, and again, I'm still like I'm naming names, but just the guys that come at her and still want her attention. Like, come on, I'm a nice guy. Give me a chance. And the guilt that she feels and try to get yes. her to understand, like you don't owe them shit. Nope. And if they're saying they're a nice guy and they deserve a chance. No, no, yeah, no. Also, not not only COVID, but, you know, serial killers. You know, we're yeah, all into right. true crime. I'm sorry, I'm not going to come meet you at your apartment. I, I did plenty of stupid shit. I should probably be chopped up in a dumpster six times now. Same. But <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. I went and got a second class brown belt in karate during oh. college so that I wouldn't have to Some worry as much nice but like there's still some times that i got into some situations where i walked away like you're just lucky that that person was normal yes uh -huh. <laughs> and not a psycho killer yes yes, yes. um <laughs> yeah. you know i i love that you're so big on tiktok and Lindsay and i talk about tiktok videos that we watch and send them back to each other constantly and there was one that this guy did of let's play a game we're gonna play not not the not all men game, it's the not all snakes game. We're gonna put some snakes in a box and we're gonna let you put your hand in there. Not all of them are venomous, but are some of them? Eh, we don't know. Same exact concept. Have to be wary of all men. Totally, totally. And it's not that it's all men, it's that there's enough men. Like there's enough snakes in the box, but- Exactly. I think that one of the best, okay, did you see uh, Promising Young Woman? <gasps> Is that the one? with Ooh. Carrie Mulligan that her um that's not the one that went around pretending to be drunk drunk or high and then like killed men well that's she didn't it. kill them no oh was that it yes that's it <laughs> I saw that trailer I haven't okay. had a chance to watch it but it's on my the list the trailer does kind of make it look like she murders them yes some of them would have deserved however all she does is pretend to be drunk and then as they're starting to try to take advantage of her she like what are you doing and then She's trying to teach them lessons, but oh, she, she leaves them alive at the one? end. No, she leaves them alive at <laughs> the end. I mean, but, they have to learn somehow, I guess. But well, we're basically scaring them straight. You can yes, learn it without is kind of a, a scary penis, straight thing. If that's so, removed from your body. I, well, the one, one scene, she basically goes to someone at the university where this whole incident happened that caused her to go on this little rampage uh, and pretends to have kidnapped the <gasps> dean's daughter and have dropped her off drunk at a frat house so like in one breath the the gal say well we have to give these boys a chance we can't just believe every allegation that's out there there's plenty of fake allegations to mm -hmm. where's my daughter she's gonna be a drunk. oh so you oh. don't trust mm -hmm. drunk boys with your daughter mm -hmm. funny how so, that works right there because there's so many men out there be like not all men it's like would you if you had a sister or a daughter would you drop them off drunk at a frat house and see what happens? No. Not a fucking one of them would. No. <laughs> Not fucking one of them would. And it's just sad that you have to give them that reference of what if it was your sister? What if it was your daughter? You should be concerned about any woman anywhere, not just somebody that you're directly connected to. I think it goes back to their empathy is underdeveloped because yes. they weren't taught to be in tune with their emotions. Yes. Yes. They, I don't think men 
can discern emotions past anger. Like they know when they're angry and they know when they're not angry, but I don't think they can discern like sadness versus frustration, like those more nuanced emotions. They seem stunted in that a little bit. I will say there's a lot of people out there trying to learn it. And I think we're at this space right now where people are waking up to the fact that that way is wrong. They, the men are recognized a lot of men, not a lot of men. I'll say some men are waking up and recognizing that, Oh shit, the stuff that I think and experience and do in the world, like it's not, (laughs) it's not cutting it. I'm not happy. The people around me are not happy. I'm emotionally stunted, all that shit. There are some people out there that are doing the work, but God damn it. It feels like we're just in this weird space between the people who don't know that they need to do the work and the people trying to do the work, but there's such an infancy stage in our society that we, it just feels like this ball of shit just mashing around (laughs) and nothing's getting accomplished. Yes. If we could just hit fast forward for just just a get over the hump. Trying to teach my son the things that he needs to know to be a productive and healthy and successful human in society where he respects all people and all genders. Mm-hmm. That's not fucking easy. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And trying to do the right thing, even with talking about consent, my husband may or may not have screamed at our son the other day when your sister says stop you stop because if you don't you're gonna end up in prison so <laughs> well i mean yeah it was like yeah, well not I mean, in not inaccurate but contextually uh, <laughs> it was yeah to be fair they'd been they'd been at each other for quite a while and he was at his limit but you know we're we're, we're doing our best <laughs> <laughs> you know it, that's all you can do at this point mm-hmm. is try to do your best to raise good little tiny humans. And mm-hmm. again, I knew from your show, you had a son. Uh, how old is he though? He turned seven in June. Okay. So he's, he's old enough to know probably that sex happens or like that he's got a penis and you know, oh, yeah, definitely other people, you know, gals have vaginas, all that stuff. But like, you're probably too early for some of like the bigger talks. But it doesn't mean that, like, in the meantime, like, the consent stuff. Yes. And the boundaries things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, no means no. And, you know, what does respect look like and all that stuff. Yes. But um, I I referred to books. I think mm -hmm. I told Linz when I bought a whole bunch of books. For example, you know, it was um, a book called Race Cars about a black car and a white car that were in a race and how it wasn't fair. And then the gay BCs and... I forgot the name of the book and I have it upstairs because I was going to bring it down, but it's, it's about body and consent and, um, you, me and empathy is the name of another book. So just, I refer, I refer to books when I need some outside assistance after I crowdsource my people, but I'm a book person and we read that and they know they just, you know, when they're in the heat of the moment or fighting with each other, they don't, they don't utilize those lessons (laughs) just yet. Yes, yeah. they'll get there. They'll get mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yep. But boys are. I feel. I feel for moms of boys right now, because. <sighs> let me just say this. And I'm not saying this about like either of your partners, but I think there's a lot of women out there right now who are having to come to terms with problematic behavior that they've witnessed in their own lives, 
be it from their fathers, be it from their spouses, their brothers, friends, even like I've had a family member and a friend recently who through the course of things going on in life found out that they were doing really fucking problematic shit. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? I had higher expectations for you, but you knew better than this. (laughs) Yes. I don't have kids, so I don't have anyone to like transfer that energy on to, to be like, well, God damn it, now I want to teach someone to do better. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, how, how do you kind of harness all that without just making it seem like, okay, now I'm just going to like, we're going to shake you until you understand that life works differently, kid. <laughs> we need you to be better. <laughs> but you, even though you don't have children, you have a platform that you in turn yes. are coaching and counseling so many different people and you have reach on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. So yes. you are spreading that message, Miss Kristen. Thank you. You're the, you're the okay. virtual mom to yes. us, to everybody. I want to be that wise Honor- granny. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just skip the kids part and be a granny. That's spoil them, teach them some lessons. Perfect. Sugar them up and then go yes. home. Yep. That's the <laughs> way to do it. Yes. Perfect. I do have a book recommendation for you then. Oh. It's called uh, Read Me, A Parental Primer for the Talk. So oh. especially for you with them being that age. Uh, okay. It helps parents, I think, deal with some things on their own too, and then be able to better talk about it. So you kind of deal with your own, if you got any shit to deal with. You kind of right. deal with your shit first. Honestly. <laughs> that's be- a good one. Uh, because uh, my daughter's 15. So she's a sophomore in high school this year. And I not that I had a difficult childhood growing up, I just didn't. My emotional needs weren't met. And I didn't have, I couldn't show emotions, I couldn't feel my feelings, it wasn't okay to have needs and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I've based my my parental guiding light has been be the mom you needed when you were her age and that's basically you know I always wanted to confide in my mom about my first kiss or losing my virginity or having the maybe I should get on birth control talk never had any of those moments with my own mom but -hmm. instead have had them all with my daughter and felt almost panicked of this is exactly what I wanted I wanted you to come to me and ask me questions (laughs) But holy shit, I didn't think it was actually going to happen. What what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. Oh, just yeah. take it one, just take it one crisis at a time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing, like taking that deep breath and just being like, oh fuck, this is awkward. This is awkward, but we're gonna do it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Fake until you make it. it. Yep. yep. <laughs> address it. You know, even if it's you going to them saying like, hey, so. Uh, I found this and we do need to talk about it. It's going to be awkward. Or I heard you say this on the phone or I found this text. Like there's going to be times where you're going to have to go to your kids. Like, oh, so, God, sweetheart, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. But even just saying like, this is not going to be casual. This is going to be a little intense or this is going to be awkward, but we got to talk about this stuff. There's a, a website that I've actually recommended to some girlfriends of mine, and it's sexpositivefamilies.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. They've got a so, good Instagram, too. Oh, oh, do they? I have, oh, mm-hmm. I have to follow them. But it's their, their thing, their tagline was provides education and resources that help families raise sexually healthy children using a shame-free, 
comprehensive and pleasure positive approach. And yes. I'm like, yes, yes. that's yes. how we do it. Right. Yes. Get rid of the shame and increase mm-hmm. the pleasure. That's what yes. it's all about. Yeah. Like when my kids were masturbating on the floor in the living room, I would be like, <laughs> listen, that's fine that you're doing that, but please go do it in your room. Like, exactly do it in exactly room. Right. Want to watch. like yes it does feel good it absolutely does but you know what there's a time and a place for that uh did you and listen, the place is your room did you listen to our episode about i think it was called do grown-up boys do this no oh that has all my son's isms in there all of like some really funny shit that he said and yeah he's he said some really funny he, stuff yeah he like he's <laughs> It, oh, I keep back. poking it and it got bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yep. yes, you're right, Simon. That, it, that, that is what happened. I have a, a running list in my phone of things that he says. And that particular thing was he was, you know, humping the floor. And I and he said, do grown-up boys do this? And I said, <laughs> and I'm like completely deadpan. And I said, yes. And he goes, but we just don't see them. And I said, <laughs> I said, they do it in their bedrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's totally serious. He's like, one time I was doing it for a long time, like hours. I got hot and sweaty. And I said, yeah, sometimes that happens. So just do that in your room, please. That's so sweet. It was a couple years ago now. It was just fucking hilarious. He's going to hit about 16. I remember saying that to you and be like, oh my God. He's going to hit 16. Discover I've been telling everybody about it for the past uh, eight yeah, years. <laughs> don't worry i have a therapist on retainer we are yeah. all set well, for that and, sorry son nothing dies on the internet this is gonna live forever that's right uh, your future you know. wife's gonna hear this episode <laughs> oh i'll be telling but these that, stories at his wedding on exactly, the fucking mic <laughs> exactly those are the the tales that you regale their first girlfriend with like yep. you want to see his baby pictures and hear about how he used to hump the floor and like get sweaty about his hard wiener <laughs> oh my god I wish that the mother of my first boyfriend had been like that alas oh. she was the preacher's wife oh no oh, god so when I saw baby photos uh the, there were sticky notes over his penis no shot in the photo oh, yes she's gone so far as to put the little the tiny yellow ones the small she bought the small oh, little, no. like, and put it the over all the baby wieners that you like tag paper like oh that's like the, you tag the page oh my god yes <laughs> yeah i got here. like the oh gosh oh. i think i'm out but yeah like this size like this size yes yeah yeah the little quarter pages yep tiny. just these little yep that's dedication. Every every, every little hospital photo, because she had four boys. So every hospital oh, photo, gosh. every bathtub photo. She had I, a lot of penises to cover. <laughs> I I have so many questions about why why moms would do this back in the day when there was actual photo albums where you turn the pages and you look at them. Why would they be showing naked pictures of their kids when they're babies? Like, is it just specifically to embarrass them and be like, <laughs> look what I'm going to do? I don't I, know. My son, I don't think that my mom has any pictures of me in the bathtub other than like maybe I'm in bubbles. I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't think that there's any. And certainly. Or maybe my baby butt's showing because someone's holding mm-hmm. me and it's some, I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't it's have, I didn't have that. But boys, boy moms, <laughs> a lot of boy moms from the That's age. what I mean. Interesting that, that boy moms would be the ones showing the girlfriends, but girl moms would never be showing naked pictures of their daughters to their 
boyfriends. Right. Like weird. You're right. <laughs> I've never actually thought about that or said that out loud before, but it's, it's okay, maybe you find it. We weird all just had, had a, you had a girl first and then a boy. So like, even though you're a boy mom, you were, you have more experience as a girl mom. True. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't, just, I wouldn't show, I don't think I would show any future boyfriend or girlfriend of my kids. Also, pictures, parts, like, do you have photo albums? Do we no. have photo albums? <laughs> yeah, right? No. <laughs> no. It's all in the cloud. We'll have to do like a, I stream it on the, uh, on the TV. Oh, that's even worse. Oh my God. It'll be back to like what they did in the seventies with slideshows. <laughs> oh my God. Click, click, right. Yep. You just call people hostage. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Apple TV. Boop. Let's go through this yep. album on my iCloud. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. I've got the best of here in Google photos, right? <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. And afterwards, I would like to talk about sex toys. Yay. Uh, you can ask me anything you want, like Q&A. Like, let's do a little Q&A session. I know Lindsay has some questions. Oh, yay. I didn't, bring, I didn't bring my list down, but I know, oh. I know a couple off my, the top of my head. Okay. Okay. For sure. Uh, nice. And I also want to talk about balancing kind of the sexiness, balancing the brand with not getting creepos. <laughs> oh, I got a, yes. I got a story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look forward to it. Okay. We'll take a break. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute. So stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. This is my little home I office. I love it. Yeah. I've got a shelf full of sex toys and that's amazing free products that I've gotten so <laughs> yeah like promescent sent me their entire fucking product line before oh I interviewed gosh. the CEO a couple weeks how ago fun yeah how uh, long have you been in like sex and relationship work since 2017 okay yeah I was a weight loss coach from 08 to 2012 Okay. And that was where I found I really like coaching. Right. So actually 2007. Yeah. 2007 was when I started Jenny. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to be a marriage and family uh, therapist, but then grad school <laughs> got really fucking expensive. Yeah. So, so when I like, found Jenny Craig, I was like, coaching is uh, way better than therapy. Right. And <laughs> I sincerely hope that you just heard what question was what did no, he say it. we were talking what did he I, say I said do you have any questions for I just I get any tips and I was like do you have any questions for asking seriously do you have any questions he goes yeah ask her how do I get her to do anal <laughs> I'm do like, you want to do anal no you can't Christ I have tried I have given the old college try on more than one occasion and I think twice is enough thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) if I can't if you can't make me come from vaginal penetration I sure as fuck I'm not gonna be coming from it up my ass so eh. well Girl, so, okay. Girl, what are we just talking about? Okay, so hang on. Here's the thing. Have are we have recording you, this? Yes. <laughs> oh, have God. you ever on your own tried any anal penetration, just a finger or a toy or things like that? 
washing my asshole out in preparation for other things. So no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I think that for any sex act, you should explore as much on your own when possible. I mean, like, you know, like penetration for a vagina is like, what are you going to use a dildo or something like that? But for anal, I think that there's some people that just their bodies don't like it. They don't, they cannot relax enough. You know, if they already have some issues with colitis or IB, I don't know. There's just some things that make it less hospitable, you know, and some of us just can't relax our assholes. Others of us just haven't got enough practice at relaxing our inner sphincters. Um, And a butt plug is a great place to start. Just something narrow, something thin. Maybe just wear it while you're having other things done to your body. Mm. (laughs) Your fucking face. I know, right? Like, (sighs) we should have recorded this for faces alone. Like, ah. Yeah, see, I don't know. It's not, I don't. But, like, you gotta relax. Like, you know it's it it goes in just a little bit and you're like oh oh, oh," you know and then you go uh okay just like and then like your whole body relaxes including your butthole it's yes that's actually a technique so i did a booty play workshop virtually you have an inner sphincter and an outer sphincter okay so (laughs) when (laughs) (laughs) my face i can see myself in the freaking thing like what (laughs) I, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to learn this. So you've you've got to get the inner sphincter to relax or nothing going in. Um, if you try to approach your asshole with anything wet or sloppy, everything tenses up, goes no, because it thinks that it's leaking. And it wants to prevent that at all costs. Oh, wait. So, uh, yeah, it does. It does. It, your inner sphincter is not trying to release. So outer sphincter, you can control. You can kind of like. That's what your your lips. Okay. You can, (laughs) you can control your outer asshole. The inner part of your asshole, however, is is, um, controlled by the autonomic nervous system, thing that controls your, your breathing, your digestion, things like that. So to relax and practice relaxing it, what I teach people to do is just like tense up your body. Like you're holding in a fart as hard as you can. Like you cannot fart. Like you, whoever's in the room, you cannot fart in front of your boss or whatever. And then, Relax it because your body just can't hold that tightness in forever. You have to relax. <laughs> so imagine that like you finally got out of the room and now, okay, now I can fart. Like that's the sensation of allowing something to enter your asshole. Oh my God. That's such a beautiful <laughs> description. It's perfect. It's perfect. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's it, okay. <laughs> that makes uh, so much I mean, sense. That it, makes so much sense because yeah, you got a lubed up dick or dildo coming in your butt's like, oh God, I don't want to shit on him. So you're yeah. super tense. <gasps> Start off anal play with something dry, either a dry finger or uh, I don't, you're not trying to like go in right away. Just like, I say, ring the doorbell. Ring the doorbell. <laughs> ring the doorbell. Just, you know, like, like just dong. push on a little bit. <laughs> ding dong ditch. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, you're just putting uh, my just just but, but uh, <laughs> also also here's something to consider. Okay. If he wants it so bad, tip for tap, motherfucker. If he oh, wants he, to give it, he oh, better be willing to receive it. Strap is, up, aim. <laughs> he is not opposed. 
regulators, mount up. So are you afraid that <laughs> if you up. tag him, then he's gonna be like, okay, your turn. You're like, ah, ah, that wasn't on it. I don't know about full on like strap on pegging. I I mean, if we worked up to that, that'd be one thing, but I don't think that he's opposed to ass play on himself, but he's really hairy. Oh, my, my guy's <laughs> Lebanese. I feel you. Um, yeah. get a wax. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, uh, Linz, if I can can barely hold him down to wax his back he's not gonna let me anywhere near his asshole much less anybody else i mean getting your asshole waxed does does not hurt yeah it really doesn't hurt that bad but but his crack needs to be waxed yeah he's not there's mm, is it the cheeks it's everywhere (laughs) god (laughs) yeah my my guy we've talked about he's totally open to pegging and we just haven't done it yet and a big part of it is the whole body hair thing. And he's got this big, fat, juicy booty. Oh, nice. And I told him, like, we're going to have to get a long <laughs> just to get past your butt cheeks. <laughs> I mean, for real. And, and then on top of that, I worry that the hair is just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Forest. Forest. I'm going to have to, like, part, part. And into the thick of it. No. Into the thick of it. Exactly. So... One, he's got to go get a wax first, and then two, we got to go get the proper equipment. But we, we played with some other ways, and um, yeah, I guess the whole thing with anal's if, if you're just not into it, you're just not into it. But also, I'm so not into men who want anal sex, but aren't willing to receive any anal play themselves. Oh, no, he's willing. I'm just like, hey, yeah. I mean, men, I'm sorry, but besides, men are like, you know, they're just grown up, dirty little boys. Like, just you don't wash your butthole the way you probably should. And like, yuck! Just oh my you know, god, you don't wash your hands before you pee. You sometimes don't wash after. You're just gross. Fucking gross. This is why I, I, my next. Shit. This is why my next husband is going to be a gorgeous, masculine woman. <laughs> <laughs> She'll or, know how to- or a beautiful trans man. I think trans men have the best of both worlds because That's they, true. you know, we're socialized as a female growing up and then transitioned and are masculine and alpha but empathetic and a a beautiful person that I have been following on TikTok and actually messaged back and forth just randomly uh just came out as a trans man like and I sent him a message and I was like I'm so happy for you and he's like that he's like that made my day and I'm just like can I come meet you (laughs) please where where do they live uh Virginia Beach oh Oh, shit close to our close to our old stomping grounds correct very cool Mm -hmm. well there you go just you know set set up uh set up your second or third spouse down the road like it's fine to like just set up and have future plans you know we all, we all need to have we all need a 10-year plan uh, yeah and contingency plans of those yeah. plans you know plan a b c d whatever right yes i love it oh my gosh i didn't like, think that this was that question i thought that was just like a throwaway question but no no kristen's gonna answer it she's gonna give you all the details and i like it I'm still horrified, sort of, but I mean, not, it's, you're going to have, it's information that I didn't know. Well, either he's upstairs listening and is like ready for the conversation when you get upstairs, or um, you're going to have some fun conversations about pegging and strap-ons after this airs. 
he goes, I'm going to be listening to this episode. Yes. So, fuck <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, God. Get your asshole ready. Uber loops fast. <laughs> Not you, Amy. Him. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Okay. I mean. <laughs> Practice on him. Practice on him. Yes. And maybe, and maybe honestly, maybe that'll actually be the thing that fulfills him. He wants anal play as part of your sex life. He just didn't realize it was going to be his asshole you were playing with. Fair enough. I just, the whole dry thing just throws me. The dry, dry at first. Just dry, like, like say hi to it at first. So it doesn't think that it's leaking. Bingo. Then get your lube and then you go in perpendicular and then kind of like, again, act like you're holding in your fart and then relax it. And there you go. Well, do I, do I have to tell him that? Because that's super sexy <laughs> in that moment. I mean, I'm like, <gasps> be like, just go like, I'm going to just like deep breath in and then out. Like, and then like on the out breath is when he should huh. do it. Practice with is the this, finger first. Practice with the toy at first. Something like that. A it's small all toy. kind of like part of milking the prostate, right? Well, sort you of. don't have a prostate. Prostate. No, no, no. I'm not talking but, about for me. I'm talking about, oh, like I'm, not, I'm off the table right now. Okay. About right. him. Yes. Yes. We can talk more about that offline okay. for sure. Uh, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got long fingernails, so I don't participate in that. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Mine are short though. Yay. <laughs> Watch out, Lindsay's partner. She's coming for your ace. So let's talk toys. Yay. <laughs> I've been getting all sorts of free sex toys lately because of TikTok. Just fucking fabulous. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have spent some gold myself. Yes. <laughs> on toys. But what are some of your favorites or ones that you're intrigued about? Uh the one that got the crazy Amazon reviews. What, Tracy's has- dog? Tracy's dog. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> oh, you haven't heard about that one? What? One, the name is fucking stupid. Yes. I fucking hate that name, and I don't think I'll ever buy the toy, no matter what the reviews are, because of the name. <laughs> Tracy's dog. No, well, sorry. I just can't. It, it can't be much worse than Mary Sucking Vibrator. Mary Sucking Vibrator. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what the name... I made a TikTok, and TikTok took it down. It was... I was opening so, the package. Yep. You can't show toys. Uh, that's on, on not there. true. I if read you, through promotions. You can't on promotions, actually. Oh, I wasn't promoting anything. I know. Like actually, funny... so like you should. I have stuff taken out all the time that isn't actually against their user guidelines. Which makes me wonder as to who's flagging stuff, but it got taken down. But yeah, on the box from China, it says Mary Sucking Vibrator. I don't think that's the actual name of it, but that's what they call it. Oh, God. So it's a clitoral sucker. Uh, yes, Mother with- Mary. <laughs> that's right. Holy Mary, Mother of God. I mean, if you think about it, the clit does kind of look like the Virgin Mary, like in her True. shroud. <laughs> Is that fucked there. up? Like, that's fucked up. I shouldn't oh, have yes, said that. Head, sorry. It's been blocking my full of oh, yeah, this whole time. Yeah, it's kind of, <gasps> yeah, little full of <laughs> Is it oh, a, yeah. like a yeah. stuffed, stuffed, soft? It's a, pu- it's a, it's a puppet. Plush, plush puppet. I can put wow. my hand in her. Hand in her. Like that. <laughs> this is Parker Pussy. Parker, Parker Pussy. Pussy. Yes. My homage yes. to Par- Parker Posey. But awesome. <laughs> yep, this is the wondrous vulva puppet. This is I like love her. professionally made, like even got a like tag on it. Like 
That's awesome. This is a whole yes. thing that sex educators have. Yep. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, it does kind of look like the, you know, Virgin Mary and a shroud, like kind of abstract. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but yeah, so my Mary sucking vibrator is has the the sucking portion on top for the clit and then the in t- inside vibrator G-spot. for your G-spot. Mm-hmm. Nice. I haven't, I haven't done the that combo of the G-spot and clitoral sucker. I've just done the clitoral sucker one. I have told Lindsay that you will come off the fucking bed. No pun intended. Like it's- first time I used the womanizer, I pissed the bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was squirting. It was not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thank God I had my liberator blanket down. Funny thing is, <laughs> what makes it even worse? I just got in the mail, you know, and when you get something in the mail, it's got just enough charge, at least try it out. Like I clean it up real quick, but my submissive was coming over that night and my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend knows all about, I mean, like obviously actively knows about the submissive. Anyway, I had the room all set up. I had my liberator blanket out. I had like the, uh, we use like pillows to wedge, you know, anyway, everything's covered up with this waterproof fucking blanket. And I'm like, let's just try this out. And then I piss all over the liberator blanket. So I was like, guess he and I aren't going to be doing those things tonight. Plan plan B, that shit. Change of plans. Yeah. Uh, Questions, Amy? I'm raising my hand. You have a submissive? (laughs) Yes. We're on a break currently because he's in a relationship now and he didn't want to like risk things but like an in-person submissive yeah we don't we didn't i'll say this no sexual intercourse okay how did you guys meet yeah in kansas city like just in case somebody uh, wanted to bump into somebody in online kansas city. <laughs> yeah online yeah we met online uh yeah i just beat the ever-living shit out of his balls on occasion yes does that just oh. fill you with just so much dopamine and joy serotonin? i wish the listeners could see my grin right oh. now. like bottle that up and sell it oh my mm-hmm. god that would be I'm amazing i i'm not like super dominant with my partner i in fact i like okay. to be dominated oftentimes by my partner but uh, yeah the first time i smacked his balls i was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what'd you hit him with a riding crop. Oh fuck. <gasps> a David yeah. Bowie riding crop. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, I like the riding crop. We'll see what else I liked. Oh, I've got like some paddles. I've got some, they're called vampire gloves. I've actually don't think ever talked about this in my podcast before. But since we're on a break, I'm like, fuck it, I'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> vampire gloves are like a leather glove that have all these spines on them, like little teeny tiny tacks all over them. Okay. And then you just okay, I'm gonna grab the mic, but just like Oh. yes just there's oh. no like scratching you just like grab squeeze. and squeeze so mm-hmm. does it actually puncture or no nah i try to not uh no no drawing blood drawing blood <laughs> Don't want the i'm not into bleed. medical fetish because i cannot stand blood so that was the ah. one thing it was like hard no and i like, i don't want that anyway so this yeah does now is this just for funsies or do you get paid yeah uh yes yes this is the, okay. So the reason <laughs> the reason why I ask is because I have an online submissive that mm-hmm. lives in another country that I talk about on our show, and I've we've nicknamed him Inmate Sixty Nine. Nice. So yeah, but 
Hmm. Yeah. A person. We'll call him a penthouse. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Penthouse. If he heard this, he'd understand. But <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Now he's, but- he's, he was a very nice young man. He's younger than me. Uh, ah. into some kinky shit that just a lot of people in Kansas City are not into. And then when he found out what I do, he was like, okay, so um, here's my thing. I was like, cool. Let's do <laughs> I'll it. I'll try that. I'll try anything <laughs> twice. And yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yes. There's definitely times though where I'm looking at my boyfriend's balls going like, mm. oh, and then I have to like, wait, <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though, about being a switch and feeling more dominant with one man as opposed to feel, wanting to feel more submissive with another. I think it depends on the person mm-hmm. because, you know, like this, this kid, I mean, he's not a kid. He's only two years younger than me, but like <laughs> I think of him like a kid. Well, he likes being called little boy. So mine like, too. <sighs> yeah. You call you mommy? It? No, 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 no. No. There was so, another one that did that, which was, I was like, oh God. I had to work through that. So for any of the listeners out there who were like, here's the thing, like when it comes to male, female, like the man being more powerful, there's a lot of that whole daddy talk. And that seems to be culturally okay. Yet the whole mommy thing is culturally taboo. Right. So I had to even have a conversation with him and then with my partner to help him understand. I was like, it's not that he's fantasizing about me being his mother. This isn't a milf thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the age range is correct. So kind of. Yeah, mine's, there's an eight, eight year difference. Yeah, he's eight years younger or something. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's not quite. You're like the older sexy babysitter age. Exactly. Yes, 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 babysitter. Yep. But so like, it's not that he wants to fuck his mother. I'm not replacing his mother in his mind. It's simply more of that energy of an authority figure and someone who's in charge and in the same context that if we got spanked, I'm like, yes, daddy. Like it's still that same kind of energy. The power dynamic versus the actual relationship Mm-hmm. transaction piece okay yeah I dig I think, it I think it's really interesting with having a woman being more dominant and having a younger man wanting this type of attention because there's also that element of a nurturing motherly caring figure as well which is probably why mm-hmm. I I would do so well with this because yeah I can be really mean and nasty if that's what you want, but I really want to just like snuggle you and pat your head and say, Oh, you're such a good boy. Now give me some money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buy me stuff. Buy me stuff, please. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. speaking of buying stuff. So <clears throat> did your stripper pole come in yet? No, well, it was out <laughs> of stock. No, um, I had nipple rings on my wish list. The nipple rings went to my old house. I moved this summer. Mm -hmm. The old house is owned by my in-laws. My in-laws went over, picked up a package that wasn't addressed to them, and opened it. It's a good thing it wasn't one of the sex toys or one of the other things that has shown up at my house. But my mother-in-law was like, yeah, I didn't know who this person was, my, my stage name, my my dom mm. name, but uh, I didn't know who that was. And it looks, it says it's eyebrow rings. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I said, I actually think they're supposed to be belly button rings. So I said, I haven't worn those for years, but I thought I'd give them a try again. <laughs> I have my nipples pierced. 
So, whoops, sorry, mom. I, oh man, nipple piercings? I don't know if I could do it. Well, it, the thing is, I had it done, I got it done in college. I can still, the holes are still there. They'd never closed up. I breastfed, which was hilarious to have breast milk coming out the sides as well. But anyway, (laughs) sorry, am I? (laughs) But uh, so I can fit like an earring through there, like that thin, but the neck size up for nipple rings is still too big. Cause I was trying to shove them through the other day and I was like, oh no, it's not going. (laughs) So somebody said to put like a little lube on it. Yep. I tried. Okay. Yeah. So I think I might have to go take a little trip to a tattoo Pier- piercing yeah. place. Have them like, yeah, reopen sh- it. Shove this through because I can't do it really slow because it just hurts. <laughs> so I told you I don't like medical fetish stuff. Of- <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> there, it wouldn't it wouldn't be bleeding. The holes are already no. there. <laughs> it out. No. Oh, Lindsay, what about you and sex toys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I see sex toys are one of those things that because I I can orgasm through vaginal penetration, oh. I've orgasmed through anal penetration. I can I'm in tune with my body. You lucky bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, and Amy, Amy is a hater because you're goddamn right. I am. I am super fucking jealous, and I am not afraid to say it out loud. That's I am okay. Green okay. with envy. So I sometimes forget about toys because sex is so pleasurable just on its own, just regular old vanilla penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the longest time, I had like the same like 3C battery vibrator, <laughs> like plastic from when I bought mm-hmm. it was when I was 18. Up until like last year or two years ago, I finally invested in like the actual magic wand. <gasps> Isn't it amazing? Yes. And my girlfriend told me to get the um, chargeable one so you're not mm-hmm. having to plug it in. We're so twins. Like, I've got it. Yay. I have one of those too. Oh, yes. It is one of the best toys. I call it the Cadillac of Vibrators. Yeah. I was, and that's what I kind of figured. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to splurge, let's go with like the tried and true classic. Next time I can spice it up with something a little different. I need to do a, uh, a clit sucker one. Yes. Um, but I can squirt, so I have a few like curved dildos um, for that kind of stuff. But I could always use more sex toys, and I do enjoy <laughs> reading sex toy reviews mm-hmm. and like, um, because I'm like, yes, I want to, I want to replicate that experience. <laughs> You want the the seas to part and the yes. to appear, right? And to squirt and just spray your entire room (laughs) (laughs) to where it looks like you uh had a foam party or like the the puff state marshmallow man blew (laughs) up in your room yes yeah after you cross the streams (laughs) oh god (laughs) we we love a good ghostbusters reference yeah yes good 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 good. well Uh, i was saying she wants to buy you a clitoral sucker right yeah hey i mean if you're gonna buy it for me i will that's that I will accept that gift. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Any listener out there that wants to send Lindsay a sex toy, I'll yeah. have her uh, contact info in the yeah. show notes. And I will sing its praises, no doubt, because uh, if you can't get me off, then your product is probably garbage because <laughs> a gentle breeze could probably get me off if I was 
horned up enough. Oh, I love that journey for you. (laughs) (laughs) So one, I'm I'm so happy for you. So happy. Uh, Actually, Kristen, before I forget, your episode about closing the orgasm gap, Mm -hmm. fucking fascinating. It's very reminiscent of shit that goes on at my house. And I may have used your discount code for the delay spray and the warming female arousing gel. Yay! Yay! I love hearing that. I can't wait for it to show up. Oh my God, that that warming gel is great. I had a little trial packet of like a clit stimulator one that I think expired because I tried it and I was like, I don't feel anything. (laughs) So I was like, we're going to buy the good stuff. Yeah, I like the buzzing gel. Um, It just... Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a little warm. It's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> the story that, what was his name, Jeff? Yeah. Was, I think Jeff said he he talked to some woman. She goes, I put it a little bit on in the morning before work. And then at lunchtime, I put a little more on. By the end of the day, it was like foreplay for eight hours. I'm like, sign me the fuck up. Thank you. Oh, yes. my God. That sounds amazing. Yes. That's what I mean. Because it, it's all about the mindset. I yes. just said to my husband earlier, I go, do you not realize that I always want to jump you at the most inopportune times? And he said, yes. And I said, hmm, so maybe we shouldn't just, you know, meet in bed fully naked after showering at night, you know, to then start the whole process of foreplay. And then, you know, the, then, you know, mm-hmm. the last super long. So I'm like, all right, well, let's try some, let's try some new things. I like to think it's because I'm just that good but you know it's just so turned on by you well to be fair I was jiggling my thighs in the car joking around and he started to get a boner so I love him (laughs) I think I'll I'll keep him for a while India my guy will get a hard on at the drop of a hat like I walk by and I just go like what are you doing and he's like yes you know he's just into me like your guy's India uh, yeah, but yes, there that does constantly uh, create issues for couples that one partner takes longer than the other, or one partner can't get off from penetration. Yeah, yeah. you got to do the thing to close that goddamn gap, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen in yes. five to eight days, and <laughs> hopefully. And then, if anything continues, you know who to call. That's right. I love working with couples. I really do. Okay, question, Amy. Yeah. Mm. Your husband is anti-therapy. He is. He's not into couples therapy. How would he feel about having a couple sex coach? That might change his mind. Is that a loophole? Like there's so our many, sex life. Honestly, so many of my male clients have said the same thing. They're like, I wouldn't go to a therapist, but I really, I listen, a lot of them listen to my podcast first. Mm-hmm. And then to they get like, oh, yeah, I can go talk to her. She's cool. Okay. I'm going <sighs> to tell them the anal stuff and see if that, you know, throws that fishing line out and see if I can reel him in. Yeah, especially if I'm willing to try to talk you into <laughs> Yes. You know, he and I have actually had some really interesting conversations lately and mm-hmm. talk. So we've now been married for, oh shit, when's my anniversary? It's coming up. Um, 12 years. We've been married for 12 years. And we, he had some drinks the other night. And when he's had some drinks, he, not that he's not chatty with me. He's not super chatty with people he doesn't know, but he gets very, very chatty. And we started talking about possibly, I love how Lindsay's laughing. 
because <laughs> she knows. I know what um, he's like. Yes. We've talked about introducing other people into the bedroom, either solo or together. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. And now, obviously, with the right safety precautions and rules in place, it's something that we're possibly going to explore. But he, he, I couldn't even fucking believe that the stuff. I was like, really? Like, really? Like, I get, I, he already has, I have the free pass. If I want to sleep with a woman, I'm allowed to. Why he doesn't find a woman threatening is Mm -hmm. interesting, but we're not going to look too closely at that right now. We're just going to stick with it. That's what I want to do. He's going to let me. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) a whole other hour and a half right there. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, and, and I'm like, okay, okay. So any, any advice on, or thoughts on, couples that may have done that where things were great or oh yeah examples where yeah. things have imploded or uh as Esther Perel who she I want to be like her when I grow up I love her she says that opening up your marriage is either going to show you that you have a rock solid foundation or your marriage is dead in the water there really is no in between mm-hmm. I don't recommend that couples ever go into opening up their marriage if they're trying to fix the marriage it should only be because you're on a good, solid foundation and you want to make it even better. Okay. So like yeah, as long idea. as people are going into it with the intention of let's explore, let's try this, let's see how it goes and we will work together to make this work. And if it doesn't work, we'll stop. But like, we are the thing. Like well, it is us in this. Rather than a together. Hail Mary, let's save our yeah, marriage no. and have a threesome or a baby. <laughs> Oh God, solve it. <laughs> Threesomes and babies don't fix the marriage. That's, that's right. <laughs> no, I, why, well, one of the things that I said to him, I said, as long as there is a clear, there is a, a, a clear line that you are my main partner. I am your main partner. I am the, like, we share a house and a family and our lives and our insurance and like a bank account, his bank account. I have my own anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, but moving on. Um, but yeah, just as I said, as long as that's no, I've always kind of found the idea of polyamory fascinating because I don't necessarily want to, I don't like, I don't want to cheat on my husband. I don't want him to cheat on me, but the thought of being able to, you know, go out and make out with somebody at a bar and then come home and tell him all about it. And then we're off and banging upstairs, like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everything's on a bell curve, whether it's your sexual orientation or the way that you think of monogamy versus ethical non-monogamy. We'll just say that's the blanket for all the things. Everything's on that bell curve. Some people are totally 100% wired for monogamy. Other people are totally 100% wired for multiple relationships, multiple lovers, all the things. Then people are somewhere in between most times. Whether it's the fantasy of somebody else really makes it super hot and sexy when you just talk about Ooh, I saw this hot guy and thought about what yeah. he could do to me. And but then I, you know, I'm here with you and now you be the one to bend me over all the way to <laughs> anything else. Yeah. So, and I think it's up to every couple to decide what works for them. You get to write the rules. Exactly. That's the beautiful thing about it. Yep. Our marriage, I can be whatever we want it to be. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My guy and I are open, uh, though not currently practicing. We only had one threesome <laughs> together. <laughs> and I've had my, one thing of my own on the side, but he hasn't got nice. to have his chance for that yet. 
pandemic time. Was so. it right? Yeah. May I ask, was it was it you and another woman? Oh no, it was my first male female. Yes. Yes. It was great. It was actually mm-hmm. a guy that I had and I wouldn't say he was okay. He was briefly part of my harem, but just briefly. Part of my harem. She's my you need to start a religion and we yeah. will be your followers, your Please loyal subjects. A, a, even a goddess colony. Yes. Just wait, even better. That guy was a Airbnb guest of mine. <laughs> oh, wait, you got paid too? Yep. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. Yes. This guy's Hell a yeah. Hell tra- yeah. traveling nurse. And he was hot. And like the first time he stayed with me, he came out of the bathroom with just the towel around his waist. And he had like, I don't know if it was Axe body spray or not, but he smelled fucking good. And I was just like, oh. As soon as he left to go to like work at the hospital, I had to go masturbate. And then male nurses are usually really fucking hot. Yes. He's hot. He is hot. Um, so then like a couple weeks later, he stayed with me again. And then he was here for Thanksgiving that year, like 2019. And I brought him a plate of food for my family meal. And he was just like being really sweet and grateful. And he brought brought out his guitar and started playing for me. I'm like, so I know he gave you things. Game you're, okay, you're playing. I, I know what game you're playing. And then all of a sudden we started talking about threesomes and he was like, God, I've just got a massive heart on. I looked over and I was like, that's a big dick. And I'm going to ride that tonight. <laughs> what happened? He act- Okay. I don't care. Cause I told my partner this before, but. Oh shit. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> very big. Like pre- pretty, one of, one of the bigger dicks that I've ever had in my oh. life at, we get done. He goes, takes a shower and he comes back out and he's like, I keep thinking about that. Cause, um, not a lot of girls can like take my dick as well as you did. And I was like, I'm a pro. Sorry. And he's like, I am yeah. a professional. And he's like, professional. would you be okay with a round two tomorrow morning? I'm like, yes, I would. Absolutely. Yes. And then we went yes, to our I separate would. rooms. Oh, and he nice. me again in the morning. Yes. And oh then my. you got paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. He stayed with me a few more times. Stay with me a few more times through till January, and then he disappeared. Turned out, oh, he no. knocked a girl up. Oh, oh. Uh, yep. And then he mm. stopped calling. So, but then he called again this last fall when he was back in town for work, and I was like, as long as we're not going to get COVID, um, yeah, let's bang. That is the best dick appointment at dick appointments. <laughs> consistent yeah that's fucking amazing the only airbnb guest i fucked though i swear to god (laughs) right 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 (laughs) there was definitely actually the only other one i wanted to fuck was a chick but then her boyfriend came into town to surprise her i was like man yeah try and bang her she's She's trying to fuck me She was hot. She was a percussionist and she oh, was from somewhere in Europe. Kind of some beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. Got some rhythm. I always had a thing for drummers. I was in band in high school and I. What did you play? Clarinet. <laughs> oh, that explains so much. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and I was Amy. a drum major. Oh, did you play the flute, Amy? I... Just the skin flute, baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did not. Thank you. Were you in band? No. I was oh. a choir. I was a choir girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, choir sense. sluts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, choir yes, sluts ma'am. were mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yep. My daughter's in choir. <laughs> Your daughter's oh, going to get fingered on a choir trip. <laughs> 
I'm sure she probably already did. Side note, I have never been finger banged on a choir trip. It was, no, it wasn't that trip. Backstage. It was, <laughs> it was backstage before a show or after a show? <laughs> no. Was it a theater kids party? Right? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Theater kids get freaky. Yeah. That theater was, those, kids. That was my fuck after. Wait, what? Theater kids fuck after like the first night yeah. or if they haven't already. The cast parties. Yeah. My my, my threesome was with theater guys because, you know, confident in their masculinity and, you know. Was it like, and, did you get the Eiffel Tower? They uh, come yes. to find out. Yes. They actually high-fived each other. <laughs> I didn't see that though. That was busy she was busy i was busy i see in, in mine i was more directing traffic <laughs> in a good way controller so i was say, very like, much like you did like landing a right. plane yeah oh like, i have God. a very specific vision and this is the aesthetic i'm going for you put your dick over there i i like being in charge sometimes <laughs> you know what if i'd had that threesome now today i probably would be way more in charge of how it kind of was last Boss time. I think here. I was just kind of like rolling with it because I was so shocked it was happening. Well, sounds <laughs> like pretty soon you might be able to yeah. live your best Ooh. threesome fantasies. Ooh. That's I'm really excited. exciting. I'm excited for you. Uh-huh. Lindsay, are I'll you monogamous? That. We are... Um, I guess I guess you would call it ethical non-monogamy. We don't mm-hmm. play separately, but we will play with others together. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID has put a damper on that, obviously. So uh, we've had some threesome and foursome experiences. Uh, one was a guy from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know him? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Does he and, have an OnlyFans page? No. I don't okay. think so. Well, but, there's a guy here in town that's a friend of mine. He's been on the show and he's a former lover, but he's a bull. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Aranya. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't him. But I, yeah. Time. Just I've saying. heard. I've heard and I've seen because I yeah. subscribe to uh, Gerald's. Oh, yeah. Dr. Like, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your chaotic girlfriend. Yeah. So I've seen their, their stuff. My boyfriend loves her. So I subscribe kind of for her and both of us because she's got great boobs. I was just gonna say her titties, man. I love them. I know. I, I want. I want to rest my face on them. I know. <laughs> I do want to motorboat her. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Actually, so. she is. She is one that's on my boyfriend's bucket list for nice. with us. So. Oh, I love it. She's listening. <laughs> hey, girl. We're gonna make like sure. Girl. I'm gonna make sure. I Ugh. I have often been accused of only wanting to fuck girls that look like me. I'm like, oh. I just <laughs> like boobs. I love yes. boobs, man. Come the on. Best. Yeah. Can't help That's myself. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think the only thing we didn't talk about yet was that whole, okay, yeah, your, your podcast is the secret life of MILFs. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some, I mean, it's about mom I'd like to fuck. There's got to be some sexiness to it. And I'm a sex coach. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be some sexiness to it. But like, do you all feel like you struggle with the balance between elevating some sexiness to it versus a line that's too far and it all of a sudden starts calling in all the creeps? I think it's a, 
it's a fine line to walk because I think that both Lindsay and I are inherently sexy women. We are not shy. We are very open. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Lindsay, you know that uh, girl threesome we were talking about? I mean, (laughs) oh, that's true. Yeah. Kristen, we have have it. I think that inherently we are sexy and sexual people. Yes. So it doesn't matter who I'm around, men, women, whoever, that's kind of how I'm going to talk, kind of how I'm going to portray myself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I read the room and I don't, I'm not like having this conversation <laughs> in front of my in laws or something. But it's a difficult, I think it's a difficult line to walk because this is who we are. And the fact that men find that attractive, well, you know, that's not surprising, but we're also (laughs) not necessarily going to take our tops off for you because we don't owe you anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, we own our sexuality. Mm -hmm. We own our sex drive. Of course you would want to fuck us. Like we are confident, beautiful, good natured people, Mm -hmm. but the flip side is the objectification of like, like, sure. I want your attention. I even don't mind you masturbating to me. I just don't want you to tell me you masturbated about me. I don't want you to videotape yourself masturbating and then about me and then send it to me. I don't want to see that. But I want to be desired and I want attention. (laughs) yes because it's good for the show it you know it you can monetize this as a you know little side hustle thing so Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about sex and buttholes and dildos regardless if I can get paid for it fuck yeah Yeah. and if I can you know find a sub to squeeze his balls and (laughs) (laughs) and rent people of my basement airbnb and fuck them and get paid like sign me up <laughs> sign here on the dotted line you know when you describe my life like that right i'm pretty exciting fucking yeah. awesome like you're i had a i had such a girl crush and now i'm like oh my god she's I, a fucking icon <laughs> like, like i am not worthy right like <laughs> yes you want to be esther perel we want to be you oh so like yep. you are the like you are esther perel the Kansas uh, City Esper Peral. Yes. Thank you. I will take that. Kansas City Esper Peral. Got my own column now on the pitch. So I know that's so fucking cool. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, oh so god. When is COVID going to be fully over so I can come to Kansas <laughs> right. again Please. and meet Kristen now in person? Right. <laughs> well, our- I mean, whew, the numbers, the numbers, man. I don't know. Are they all yeah. just going to like? Are the anti-vaxxers just gonna all like off themselves and then the know. rest of us be safe? Like I, I don't know. I'm not wishing so. for anyone's death. Like, like the way yeah, I put it is weird. I'm it's not survival wishing- of the fittest. Yes. That's what it is. If you're gonna be dumb and not do what you should do, then yeah, well, oh well. Too bad, so sad. This post that I have here on my computer that I just pulled off. It's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent, but the one most responsive to change. Charles Darwin. Uh, oh yeah yep yep there it is be responsive to change this is the change in the world so i don't know i just you wish to see in the world yes oh but i 
have had people ask me at events, oh, so you're a sex coach. That must mean you're good in bed, right? Uh, right? Your faces that, say it all. Yeah. And Is that not you, the most cringe fucking thing? And in your head, you're probably going, well, yeah, obviously, but I don't need to share that with you. <laughs> <sighs> Actually, the first time, thank God I've done stand-up comedy a few times. The first time someone asked me at an event, it was actually a woman and it was in a circle of people at a networking thing and just at a networking thing. Yeah. At a networking thing. That's inappropriate. And three, you know, three of my friends are staying there with me. Thank, thank goodness. I kind of had a little, I had a group of people there with me that I knew. Thank God. But I said to her, I go, well, yes, actually, but that's not the point. My job's to make you good in bed. And I just, (laughs) that's amazing. Switched her real quick, but. Then when I walked away, I was like, did she really fucking ask me that? Yeah. And then my marketing guy, like six months later, I get the same message on Instagram and he immediately calls me. He's like, I'll take care. I was like, I got this, man. I'll just respond to him the same way I respond to everyone that asked me that in person. He goes, time out. You get asked that in person? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the... the- Dude. Freaking gumption, the gall, the unmitigated gall that people have to, it, because you're in a particular industry, it's like you've completely opened yourself up. It's like you're free reign and that's mm-hmm. not how it works. Yeah. Like for example, if you're a, a sex worker, I know you interviewed the woman that runs the. She's oh the uh, union president for the adult performance actors yes. guild, Alana yes. Evans. She was great too, yeah. but yeah, it's like you're opening yourself up to scrutiny and judgment and it's none your business. We're not consenting to that. Exactly. You know, yeah. we deserve cons- to have consent to. Yes. By sharing our information, we're consenting to you know that about us. But just because you know that about us doesn't mean you can come and ask us questions that right. we don't want to share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I guess I, I wouldn't expect that someone would walk up to a Playboy centerfold and be like, I have jerked off her <laughs> centerfold like a million times. And yet, you know that that's happened. <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> for them, yes, I'm sure it has. But like, most people out there understand that I'm sure this woman knows I've jerked off to her. That doesn't mean I need to walk up to her and look her in the eye and tell her that. Yeah. And it's no different saying that on the internet, messaging that to me or uh, people are just kind of ridiculous that. Yep. And and again, that's what, that's actually what stopped me from getting on TikTok for so long. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just joined TikTok in February. You're killing Um, it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But like my marketing guy has been on me for a long time about doing more video at first. It was, you know, do like Facebook lives and it was do more Instagram stuff. And I just was, we didn't have a video camera in my house growing up. So I think that's my aversion. I just don't like being on film. Um, except home movies now are okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I just had to start getting used to the idea that I could be a little sexy. I'm probably going to get some more comments, but you know what? I've gotten asked that question about, are you good in bed since you're a sex coach less on TikTok than I have ever in person. Wow. That's yeah, that's wow. Yeah. yeah, like the worst of the worst trolls possible are on TikTok. Yeah. And I've only gotten asked that like twice on there. <laughs> Although when I did do the masturbation month series, I definitely got a lot of 
oh, well, I just did it to your video just now. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Low-hanging fruit, I guess. Ugh. Shitty part is, for the algorithm, I left them up. Just so there was more comments. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, we're a slave to that fucking algorithm. <sighs> but hey, I mean, whatever I've you're, been doing, Oregon. Yeah, you're getting paid. You're getting products. You are blowing the fuck up. Yes. I have been banned from the creator fund until December, though. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I can't make money. Once you hit a hundred, I'm sorry, once you hit 10,000 followers, you yeah. can apply to be on the creator fund and then you just start making money per views. I was making money and then I had too many videos taken down for uh, adult. It's like, I can't remember how they frame it. It's adult nudity and sexual, sexually explicit oh, content, shit. which is never, there's no. never nudity. You know, just because I say vagina doesn't make it sexually explicit. Right. So, yeah, I've had to start using a lot more euphemisms or like pointing to a little dancing peach in the corner of the screen and bullshit like that. But <sighs> I had to mind my P's and Q's this last week. Every time I was like, okay, could this get me banned? Because I'm like contracted to put up a TikTok today at a certain time. Oh, for a so, yeah, I had to like be mindful because it's sexual health month. Heaven forbid I actually say real things about <laughs> sexual health or sexual health month. <laughs> make it make sense i know i had one video that got taken down from there that was just it's on my instagram still but it was just it was pictures of fruit with words over it that was just talking about masturbation month and the history of it being started by good vibrations in 95 as uh, protests of Joycelyn elders being fired for saying that we should be teaching masturbation in schools that got deleted and got me banned for three days who's in uh, uh, who the fuck is in charge of this stuff honestly and then you've got you know next to next to naked people <laughs> dancing and stuff and then that gets left up which is which is fine go ahead please be naked please dance do your thing I would like to watch but <laughs> according to your guidelines that's not supposed to be right? there I mean, exactly. like I said, don't get me wrong. I, I want to see that. Please show me <laughs> yes. more. But I just want to also be on there doing my exactly. thing. Like neither of us should be banned is the thing. Correct. Yes. yes. But hmm. yeah, I have to really be careful about how much sexiness I bring to TikTok. <sighs> it was no big deal when I had no followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, like no. I said, hmm. That pesky 130,000 followers, that'll get you. You have 130,000 followers now? Yeah. Oh, shit. So. Nice. Let's, look. Let's see here. What, what's TikTok say here? <laughs> Hell yeah. She's my fucking idol. I love this I so know. Much. I know. Who's your oh, marketing sorry. guy? I'm at 131,000. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess I got a uh, yeah, couple we're gonna thousand need followers your... today marketing guys information <laughs> all right I, legit he's helped me with so much stuff but the tiktok is all <laughs> sorry steven it's all me uh, no he uh he said i'm the only even client that's making TikTok work for him or work for them so wow but he he administers more of my bay because he's got a team uh, they do more like my facebook and instagram and keeping me on track for my projects like i have someone to check in with when i'm doing my workshops and you know, she helps me like co she shadow writes my, or what is it called? She writes my blogs for me, but I give her the content to write. Sure. So. Yeah. Got it. But the pitch so, like, is all me. I write writing. that shit. 
ghostwriting. Yes. She yeah. ghostwrites my blogs right now on my website, but the pitch is all me. All so. right. But yeah, uh, my digital article for the pitch will be out on the 20th about polyamory in the pandemic. Yeah. And also an assistant. Can I be your long distance assistant? <laughs> virtual assistant. I could use a virtual assistant sometimes. Hell yeah. so. The other thing I was going to recommend for, you know, Amy, I don't know if you've read any books and like Lindsay with where you all are at. I don't know what you all did. Have you ever read like the ethical slut or more than two? Uh, is, that's oh, not yeah. Esther Perel, is it? Uh, Mating in Captivity and State of Affairs is Esther Perel's two books. I've actually read State of Affairs. I like that book yeah. a lot. Um, but More Than Two is a sort of more modern take on open relationships and ethical okay. non-monogamy than, than Ethical Slut. Um, I think Ethical Slut is kind of the, the gold standard for people in the lifestyle, but More Than Two has come really highly recommended. Okay. Um, and who's that by? Oh, fuck, I forget. <laughs> I could Google it. <laughs> I, have, I have a photographic memory so I can see the book oh, cover. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's got like a big white heart and a blue sky in the background. It's kind of like a tree. <laughs> There's more than two, but I can't tell you the authors. <laughs> so I would recommend reading those books before you dive head first into <laughs> this on it it's on a dork page. red alert i'm all over it <laughs> <laughs> yeah hermione granger has already requested it from the library that's right i love it Sleviosa. but that's how you <laughs> that's how, i think that's how you should approach life you've got to be lifetime learners You're, yeah your body changes your wants needs and yeah. desires yes. change you gotta just go with the flow and let your body tell you what you need as it evolves. Yeah. Are we in our prime now? Isn't that right? Fuck yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. So like our, they, they talk about how men sort of peak around like 18, 19, 20, whereas we have our sexual peaks in our forties. So it's, Thank God. it's really not so much of like, it's not like this where it's just like straight up and then straight down. It's not like you had, we had very little libido up until our forties. Then all of a sudden it spikes out of control. And then all of a sudden it's like gone. It's more of, uh, okay. Price is right. The yodeler game where the guy. It's just going to be like going back down the other side of the mountain though. Okay. All right. It, it's just, it's just more like that, that we happen to, I think it's not just our hormones. It's the fact that we've had time to understand ourselves. We've stopped giving so many fucks about yes. the lights on or our cellulite or whether he gives a fuck about the zit on our ass. Let me tell you, I have said this to multiple clients. This is my parting <laughs> gift of knowledge to you. All. Oh God. I got my pen and pencil out. I'm ready. If I could give every woman if I could wave a magic wand and just give every woman the understanding that men wear the most wonderful rose-colored glasses when they're fucking you, they don't see all the things that you worry about from your wrinkles to your stretch marks to your cellulite to the zit. They just don't see it. All they see is pussy. That's right. <laughs> they're just getting their dick wet. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. They just want to like smush their face in there and not mm -hmm. worry about like that stray pubes. <laughs> miss on your bikini line they don't fucking care they're just happy to be in your pussy so just take it <laughs> go get all up in there I go get all up in there. in there 
Oh my God. That's amazing. So don't worry about all the things that you think about your body and that is holding you back from just being free and open with your sexuality because they just don't see it. And confidence just oozes from your pores Mm -hmm. when you feel it. Yes. And confidence is sexy. Yep. So ladies, this is so much fun. This is probably one of the most fun episodes I've recorded in a long time. I appreciate that. Oh my God. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, we will, we would like to have you on our show yes, at please. some point too. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Absolutely. Well, tell, tell the listeners how they can find y'all. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like, where? Tell me where. where? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I just, I just want to hear you talk more. I just want to sit and listen. <laughs> uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Secret Life Milfs. Also now on Facebook too. Okay. I know, sort of. I mean, I added it. It's fine. Don't, <laughs> don't bother going to that one. Go to the other ones first. <laughs> um, and we have a website. It's thesecretlifeofmilps.com. Wonderful. Yeah. And we drop episodes every Monday dubbed MILF Monday. Yep. Because we found out if you use the hashtag <laughs> MILF Monday on Mondays, you get retweeted by the porn bots on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's the way to fucking do it. Work the system, baby. Work you know? <laughs> but you have to have a picture attached. It, they won't retweet if it's just text. You have to have a picture. Which is really hilarious when you've put up a picture of your dad's in the 80s along with Tom <laughs> Selleck and then the porn bots retweet that. It's like yeah. pussy boobs, milf. <laughs> Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck with his mustache. <laughs> weirdly enough my boyfriend and i were just oh wait no was it tom Selleck or was it burt reynolds either way those are two hot men mustache yeah hairy chest (sighs) hyper masculine yeah like club me over the head drag me back to the cave by my hair just consensually take it (laughs) yeah matthew's growing a lot more chest hair as he ages i've known him a couple years now and there's definitely a lot more going on there. grab on to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah when he saw me get all wide-eyed over an older burt reynolds on boogie nights the other night he's like okay but my my guy kind of looks like jeff goldblum who also in oh jeff yes. goldblum yes yeah <sighs> yes oh my gosh so, uh, anyway well milfs yeah <laughs> thank, thank, thank you so much for being on keep them thank coming. you i appreciate you you both. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the Dirty Bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.